I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination. Listen deeply to the scripture and allow the message to speak God's word for your life. Would you pray with me? Living God, through your only son, you overcame death and open to us the light of eternity. Enlighten our minds and kindle our hearts with the presence of your spirit, that we may hear your words of comfort and challenge in the reading of the scriptures. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen, amen. Our first scripture reading this morning comes from Jeremiah chapter 31, verses one to six. At that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel and they will be my people. The Lord proclaims the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness and Israel searched for a place of rest. The Lord appeared to them from a distance. I have loved you with a love that lasts forever. And so with unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. Again, I will build you up and you will be rebuilt, virgin Israel. Again, you will play your tambourines and dance with joy. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. Farmers will plant and then enjoy the harvests. The time will come when the watchmen shout from the highlands of Ephraim. Get ready, we're going up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Our gospel lesson for this Easter morning is taken from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Listen once again for God's holy word. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord from the tomb, and I don't know where they've put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together. But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other clothes, but was folded up in its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb, crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. 
She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and one at the foot. The angels asked her, woman, why are you crying? She replied, they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking that he was just a gardener, she replied, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him so that I can go and get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, don't hold on to me, for I have yet to go up to my father. Go to my brothers and my sisters and tell them that I am going up to my father and your father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. Then she told them what he had said to her. It was still the first day of the week. That evening, while the disciples were behind closed doors because they were afraid of the Jewish authorities, Jesus came and stood among them. He said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. My wife, Jill, uh, she thinks fondly of tombstones. Okay, maybe I need to rephrase this for you, just to be a little clear. Uh, and please make sure that my friend Phil at the mortuary down the street understands that she doesn't have plans for one anytime soon. And just to make sure the gossip mill is square, she's not taking measurements for me, okay? All right. When she was five years old, her family went traveling to Europe. But she, the youngest of the children, was left behind in her grandmother's town. She stayed in a home that backed onto the graveyard of the Presbyterian Church in Cranberry, New Jersey. Now in those days, there was a great injustice. Her big sister owned a pony, and Jill, little Jill, did not. But what Jill did have was her active imagination, something she still has. So she walked out of the backyard in the house where she was staying into the cemetery and she went looking and she picked out the tombstone that had the best saddle. She got on her pony and went riding into the sunset. 
Now, she says that she's still happy with memories of that graveyard. Doesn't everyone, she asked me? Of course, most of us don't head into tombstones with attitudes like that. I found myself thinking about all the comments that must have been flying when Mary Magdalene announced that she was going to the tomb. To the tomb? Is it safe? Aren't there soldiers there? Are you going alone, Mary? Why are you going so early? Are you going to bring some ointment if you're going anyways? You know, what about his brother? What about his mother? Shouldn't they go before you? All of those voices, all of those choices swirling around Mary's head. Finally, the choice was her own to go on her own, according to John. Walking into her grief to the grave. Well, today is Easter morning of the year 2023. Now, this week I start a springtime pastoral sabbatical. You know, it has been six years since I've been away on sabbatical. In those intervening years, Donald Trump became president, our church celebrated its sesquicentennial, social unrest seized our land, pandemic silenced the world, Joe Biden became president, there have been shootings in the streets, mass shootings in churches, in shopping malls, and tragically again so recently in our nation's schools. We've adjusted and adapted as a congregation. We've spoken out about challenges of our times. We've made ministry online. And now, with the rest of Christianity, we are crawling our way out of the cave and witnessing with worship in person again. In the course of these years, we have known grief. Grief as a world. Grief as a nation. Grief in Lake County. Grief as a congregation as families, as individuals. And throughout these days, everyone has come to know the kind of second-guessing in health and sorrow in life that comes in a world such as we have. Every one of us carries a unique and peculiar grief that is our own. Some dream that's been denied. So we all know what it is like to walk to the tomb alone and even to experience insult upon injury. In our text, the stone that had been taken away from the tomb, they've taken away 
the Lord from the tomb, Mary breathlessly announced to Simon Peter and the other disciple. They run to the tomb, seeing just what she said, cloth and clothes set aside, folded empty. They went away in confusion. Except for Mary, who stayed alone at the tomb. I wonder what you grieve alone at the tomb today. Whom do you miss? What has gone by in this world full of change and loss? For Mary, the day likely began with comments and questions, but then even standing alone in the garden, questions still haunt her. Why are you crying? Angels are asking. The universe is calling. Can someone please give Mary a break? Turning, someone else enters into her space. Why are you crying? Whom are you seeking? How many times must she say, if you've carried him away, just tell me where he is. I'll bring him back. Mary, said the man. Teacher, she cried out. Don't hold on to me, said Jesus. Now, why does he say this? Because this moment is not the end. This moment is not the end. I want you to say that with me now. This moment is not the end. Jesus says, I'm going to my Father, up to my God, to your God. And then something happens. As you're reading Scripture, if you blink, you're going to miss it. Mary leaves the grave. That moment is not the end. Say it with me now. That moment is not the end. Now, I've got to tell you, friends, all these years, I've been so careful with my masks and my wipes and my social distance, and here I am in Holy Week. <laughs> I've missed all the powerful services I heard about. Right before the Easter sermon when I'm stepping away for some time to rejuvenate, and this is the week for me to get COVID. I thank God for vaccines and for our scientists. Right? Let's hear it for the scientists. But I'll be honest. In that first night after testing pos uh, positive, I was pretty low. Memories of the years we've been through, they came flooding back. I started remembering all the people, <clears throat> all the people I've buried in these years gone by. All the tears of grief that I've seen flow. And then somehow in the middle of the night, I kind of awoke from a dream. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but it was as if I heard a whisper saying to me, Choose life. Choose life. 
Friends, something happened to Mary in the garden of her grief. Mary determined to choose life, to choose life. The cross is not the end. The tomb is not the end. Life is the true destination, the true end. Life is the vision God intends for us all, abundant life for all. Mary left the graveyard, and she decided to share life. I have seen the Lord, she announced. I have seen the Lord, she announced. Yeah, you got that right. This is about the way it went, you know. I mean, she goes into the room. She's all filled with the Spirit. Uh, not a single hallelujah, not a single amen. I, I started to hear one back there. Let's try it again. I have seen the Lord, she announced. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Now you've got the Spirit, but not so for those disciples. They were behind closed doors, according to Scripture, because they thought that was the end. And then Jesus appears to them, saying, peace, shalom, a life of wholeness in abundance. But then he showed them his scars in his hands, in his side. Now, this is important because the Christian life does not pretend. We do not hide from our scars, from the wounds inflicted even the wounds that we inflict. We acknowledge the grief, the sorrow, and pain we have known, the lives that we have loved and lost. But our crucified Christ could not be held by death. The cross is empty. Christ is risen. Alleluia! 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 Now, what are the ills that we face in this world? Racism, poverty, war, fear, division, denial, destruction, despair. We don't hide from our scars because we know this moment is not the end. So have courage like Mary. Be a witness to life. Share life. Hear the challenge of Jesus. As the Father sent me, so I send you. Share life. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Don't you love those bells? So I don't know what graveyard you may be standing in today. I don't know what relationship has ended, what dream may have died for you, 
I don't know the kind of grief that you may be carrying this morning, but Easter is a day to exercise an active spiritual imagination. Jesus once taught that if we want to enter God's new world, then we need to become like a child, even a five-year-old child. Change that graveyard into a playground. Go out, saddle up, ride out of your sorrows and into something new that God intends for you. Friends, the Christian faith is not dead. The Christian life is not dead. The Christian church is not dead. This moment is not the end. Exercise your spiritual imagination. Christ is risen for you, for me, for everyone in Lake County and all around the world. Share life, worshiping friends. Share life because Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia, 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 amen. Let's... Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone who you believe is seeking God's word today.